<laughs> Welcome to the Scheming Mind Palace. I am your host, Luca Ravelli. Welcome to this true party oasis in the depths of Tribeca lies a sanctuary of sand for the soul in serpentine societies we all have to grovel to our feet before we can finally learn to fly like the butterfly oh. <laughs> no I'm just killing I'm killing the kitten I'm kitten killings. Um, but I'm not killing kittens. Don't get confused about that. Definitely not doing that. Don't worry. <laughs> but how are you doing? This is the third episode of the Scheming Mind Palace. I'm very excited. This past week has been quite exciting. Went to the Zero Space event on Saturday with a... Uh, small group of my I guess my posse or whatever and it was it was quite incredible that is definitely where I see the uh, the scheming mind palace eventually evolving in my personal form it, as an architectural medium I definitely see as being very variable basically to explain the uh, idea of the scheme mind palace in architectural space or as an architectural space it would be one where you make your mind your subconscious visual try and make every little small motor function habit that you have that you know, if it's good or bad doesn't matter it's in the space it's represented in the space somehow every thought is up there because it allows for you to reflect upon it more more readily. Because let's say it's a good habit. Like you have up there the fact that you meditate every morning. You like have tried this new meditation technique and it's been working very well. Slap something in that room that helps you remember about that great habit. Boom. Now that's motivating you every single day to continue to do that thing that you a lot turn into a happy morning ritual and then let's say there's another ritual that you're not so proud of some thing you can't kick well maybe seeing it over and over again will sicken you to the point where eventually you just decide you know what to hell with it I am not letting this control my life and you overcome it and now when you see that image, you don't remember all of the difficulties. You remember what you were able to overcome. Because perhaps that same symbol that reminded you of that event can transform as well, just like you are. So in keeping with that idea, that theme, <laughs> I would like all of you listening to incorporate some aspect of visualization in your space that calls back aspects of your subconscious that you wish to recall that motivate you to do things based on something you accomplished 
David Goggins said, put reaching into the cookie jar when you're at your lowest. Or would you like to put up something kind of humiliating, kind of upsetting to yourself, to your ego that you have to admit, but still put it up because you need a little bit of humiliation in your life. Don't live in a tiny bubble of all of your achievements. So yes, the mind palace as basically an actual room where people are able to work through their thoughts in physical space. That's basically the concept that I've been devising. And I'm basically planning to write about in terms of how what I developed, like my mind palace essentially, how I was able to bring out elements of people that they wanted fixing and basically allowing them to help themselves because no one really knows how to help you better than yourself deep down like in your gut and if I were to just go through the process it basically just involved arriving into this kind of <laughs> I just say it, not like a wasteland, but uh, an interesting, large, exposed brick space that seemed kind of rough, almost uncomfortable, and some power tools lying around here and there. Not everywhere is super safe, <laughs> super safe to sit, but if you journey and make a little pilgrimage over to the end, you lie into the oasis. The mind palace covered in rugs and comfy cushions and pillows at all ends paints paraphernalia in need of I don't know some bedazzling <laughs> but before they can get to that they must answer a question a question for themselves, but something that they must be comfortable revealing to all. For it is on the wall for all to see. An affirmation for you and all. Basically, an aspect of yourself that you wish to improve. And everyone has that. There's nothing wrong with admitting that you're not a perfect person like oh you really want to hold yourself up to that level of standard trust me it's not comfortable <laughs> you're going to crack and then hate that you had to ever you know or they, they ever had the opportunity to crack at all because in the end we are all human so it's better just to accept that fact but it is interesting because once people would put their affirmations on the wall, once they would reveal what aspect, whether it's going to the gym more, whether it's being more present in normal uh, life or with family or, f or friends at dinner as such with significant others, these choices of things that they wish to improve began to reveal themselves in what art they would create. 
it was an interesting phenomenon where one who uh let's say wished to work out more would basically start to draw uh more humanoid figures but you know ones of a more muscular stature in a sense almost like of i could i could i could imagine even though maybe i'm thinking a bit too deeply into it but you know that's just my tendency <laughs> i could see that person almost imparting themselves into this drawing and being like yes this is who i will become this is my motivation this is how i become this person is by visualizing it to the greatest extent i can because what better way to overcome something than to just stare it right in the face and be like you don't scare me i'll get there i'll beat you or i'll become you whatever it is that your goal is just make it visual and that's what the mind palace in physical form is also truly capable of is making it visible but hopefully i mean soon we'll be able to put this all up on youtube once we have more visual aspect and i can share with all what we've been able to build thus far if you're at all interested in how this community how this movement will grow over time it'll never stop at least i'm not going to stop others might fall off but this is me now this is who i've always been and who i wish to become more of <laughs> but yeah look forward to going on youtube but oh <laughs> hello ah uh, interesting being in the guts of this building right at the earth i'm basically in a uh <laughs> A Tribeca sub basement and there is hard bedrock underneath me right now I can literally feel the electric grid from the energy's core or from the planet's core rising through me I can feel myself grounding through it and I also feel the pulse of this building as the pipes clink and clank and the vents expand and contract screws bolts popping in and out back and forth so lifelike so organic i love it but to get myself back on track with the point of this podcast or the second point besides just talking about the mind palace I also want to get back to something we discussed last week which is who are you so I have discussed who I am a bit in the last episode now I want to ask you some questions to help get at 
who you might truly be. First, take your cell phone out. Take it out right now. And look at the last couple of people that you've talked to. Like, last five people. Because, in the end, <coughs> Jim Rome famously said that, you know, we are the accumulation of the five closest people in our life. So if I were to imagine that these people that you text most frequently are most likely the ones that are in your life, because you know, our life these days are so digital. So whoever you, you know, discuss with the most ends up having a really great impact on who you are as a person. So, you know, look through those messages. Yeah, maybe it's not necessarily the five most recent ones, but the one, the five most active messages. Go through that. Yeah, is that the person that you like that you are, that you like you're becoming? Is the person that you're messaging there, you know, being a, a better version of themselves, striving for you know, greater in this world or whatever? Whatever it is that appeals to you the most. That's just you know, something that appeals to me personally. Is that person elevating you? You know? If, if you find that, you know, everyone around you in a room is less than you are, then I always say, <laughs> find a bigger room. Find people there that really challenge you in ways that you want to be challenged. Because that's the best way free to grow especially now especially if you're listening to this in the great 2020 <laughs> still because again <laughs> vision is 2020 in the present and yeah that is something to remember but at the same time another thing I was interested about in terms of you know your closest people is what do they talk about do they talk about the past the present or the future this is very important because obviously I think it goes without saying that those that talk of the past most of the time besides ways of establishing a connection or understanding for a deeper level of conversation if all you can talk about is, oh, remember that thing, remember that time, remember this, 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 then you're really only ever working backwards. You're never working forward. You're working in reverse. But what of the man that wants to talk of the present, talk of what's going on right now, now, now? Let's go right now. That is definitely something that if, if you've listened to a lot of what I've said is, you know, consistently should be the right answer. You know, I would say to embrace the present. The present is where the truth lies. This is true. However, in this unique circumstance, the present isn't necessarily the best for conversation with others. The present is best for oneself, for one's looking at their own life, but 
at least in my opinion, when it comes to discussing with others in terms of growing, that is the direction of forward, of better, of upward, of outward. It's of the future. When I look at the people I message, I wish to only see those that are interested in saying, what, what are we building? What are we creating? What are we making? What are we planning? What are we scheming? <laughs> what are we making for the future? That's who I want to talk with. And I feel like that's who most should talk most with. Because that is... That is the uh, example of growth. Like if I were to think of the friends that I feel the closest with, it would certainly be those that I felt I was the most challenged by during a discussion, during a, a talk. The ones that I felt the most like, oh, huh, I never thought of it that way. Oh, really? Like they did that? Oh, wow. Like, huh, interesting. Yeah. I never, w I never saw that argument or that you know perspective before and it just took talking to someone new for me to see it and that's beautiful and that's something worthy at least in my opinion of a you know a true friend someone that can shift your perspective and help you grow so while that does have some elements of the present, truly it is of the future because in the end all the information that you gain from these friendships help build you forward because you know you, you learn information from them, from their past or present, and it redirects your future. That's why you don't just go to lectures, you know. That's the difference between going to a lecture and having a conversation with a friend. Having a conversation allows for a back and forth, allows for a deepening on both ends. Because they'll say this thing that seems to shatter your world, and you'll say, what? Wait, but this and this and this, like, this is what I've been taught. This is what I know. And they'll be like, oh, but, but you didn't see this and this. Like, did you know about these things? And then you're like, no. I did not, that does change things. And yeah, that is an important factor to always consider is that no matter how strong your opinion is, there's always gonna be something out there that is probably gonna be waiting for you to just get shattered, smashed, destroyed. And what do we do then? What do we do then when the world crumbles under our feet? Because it'll happen to every single one of us multiple times if you ever want to grow. Like if you want to live a life where nothing ever happens, you just have your normal nine to five job. You don't want to ever challenge yourself romantically or anything then then just grow then just be okay with 
the crumbling just jump backwards fall be quiet and it's okay it'll be okay because you can respond in anger and sadness and terror or you can respond in laughter <laughs> in humor and just seeing how it's all gone south so we might as well just laugh our way down because <laughs> in free fall it's so much more fun and you just got a little kick in your step because the Tao always teaches there is no you know, truly good or bad it's all just cyclical it's all just swimming in a nice pool of whatever <laughs> and yeah we'll just laugh our way down to help us move forward anyways this has been a great uh, end to the scheming mind palace bedanza uh, it's been a pleasure talking to all of you and I will see you guys next week bye